Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. going to talk about the great movie Caddyshack. Um, is that a movie movie? It is a movie. Okay. It is a movie movie. I have seen, with you. I know. I, I have <laughs> seen this movie multiple times. So it's one of the oldest DVDs I own. Jimmy, what did you think of Caddyshack? Just to let you know, I watched this movie three times. Three times, okay. And uh, first time I hated it. Okay. Second time was pretty cool. Okay. Third time was pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, I like this movie. I like it a lot. Finally, like I one like of it. these, dude. This one, I, when you kept saying you didn't like Stripes and you didn't like... What was the other one we did that you didn't like? Those, oh, The Burbs. The garbage. This, oh, these are garbage. garbage. Dump of the Burbs. I was really nervous. So you like this one. You know what? I was super nervous, too. I'm <laughs> getting into it. But uh, yeah, no, I loved it. I thought it was a really good movie. It has its weird... Transitions between scenes, but I think it's just the the day of the move or the. We'll get, the I'll, 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 yeah, it's probably I'll, I'll get into that um, as to why it's a little off and a little weird. Okay, but yeah, the movie starts off immediately with Kenny Loggins, so instant winner. I was in love. <laughs> it's not Danger Zone, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I liked it a lot. It was pretty good. Now this is produced by John Peters. Does that name look familiar to you at all? John Peters. No. He produced uh, Superman and Batman, and he was going to do the... Have you watched that documentary about the Superman? With Ted Knight? No, not with Ted Knight. No, the Superman, the, the Nicolas Cage Superman okay, the movie, right. that they were going to make the movie with Nicolas Cage, and there's a whole documentary about the Tim Burton Superman movie. That oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember he was, Did you watch that? I didn't watch it. You should give that a watch, because he... Kevin Smith talks about, about him at one point, and he talks about him in the documentary... And he's exactly how Kevin Smith describes him. He was a hairdresser. He was like Cher's hairdresser. Or somebody's like that hairdresser. Uh-huh. And he started producing movies. And he talks about how he's been in a bunch of street fights. What? And he's just fucking weird and out there, dude. But he did a lot of stuff for Warner Brothers that we like. Batman. I'm sorry, there's this punk rock hairdresser he's not even making a, movies? No, he's not a punk rock hairdresser. He's not. When you he, when you watch it, he, you're not. You're aware he's not a... He, oh, is he like he's uh, kind of, Hawkeye from the Avengers movies who... Used to do makeup, but now he's an action star. He wasn't even an action star. He just started producing movies. I I, for, I forgot all the details with it, but he it's, it's interesting. You should really, really watch that. At least watch that part if you can find it. I'm sure you can YouTube it. Yeah, I'll, I'll find look it up later. The, okay, so the dancing gopher. Hold on. Uh, yeah. The, so I always thought this movie had to do with that gopher being like the main, like villain of okay. the of the thing, but he was barely like a. An afterthought. I mean, he was just like kind of there. Yeah. But um, I did. <laughs> the fact that he's dancing, the fact that he's moving, it just. 
I get that it's a comedy. It's just it's weird to see like because it's almost like a cartoon thing. Yeah. In the movie, which is like well, okay. When I when I worked at Rite Aid, they had these dancing gophers that played Kenny Loggins. Oh, really? And you and it would dance just like you see in the movie. Uh huh. You push a button and it. Pops Do you up have one? I didn't buy one. Oh shit! Because I, I I wasn't gonna spend money on that, and also I had to hear it like fifty million times because people were oh, going to yeah. touch it, and I it was, it was right there by the front, and I'd have to hear it all the time. Have, you know, you should have bought it because you see what people are doing with like the the bass, where they sync it up to their Alexa. And so it looks like the talking bass is like. But it wasn't. This was two thousand one. They didn't have that shit. Yet. I know, but you could have. You could have made it better. Twenty. I now I know what to get you for. It was twenty odd one, Jimmy. <laughs> How asshole? many fucking kids that woman shit out of her vagina, dude? Okay, for the at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Holy crap! Do, do you know the joke of that is? No. That's supposed to be the Murray household. The Bill there, Murray household. Yeah, not, not Bill Murray but his family. There's like that many kids in the Bill Murray family. Like really? A, yeah, not that many, but the joke was that there's a shit ton of kids. Okay. But there's, I guess there's a shit ton of Murrays. The movie was written by Doug Kenny. Do you know who that is? Uh, yeah, he's the... He's a younger brother of Leroy Kenny. No. Uh, grandson of Jeremiah Kenny. No. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, Doug Kenny was one of the people behind National Lampoon. Oh, really? Okay. He did a lot of stuff for Animal House. Actually, he's in Animal House. You remember Stork? Yes. That's Doug Kenny. Oh, okay. And he did a lot. So there's actually a movie on Netflix called A Futile, a Futile and Stupid Gesture, I think is what it's called. Okay. And it's about Doug Kenny and, 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 and National Lampoon, and it's starting up. But he, this movie tanked in the theaters. This movie? This movie tanked. I can understand why. And so he actually... Killed himself after this. Oh, well, they didn't really kill him. He didn't really, well, here's, here's the thing: is they don't know. He was really depressed. He was he has a hardcore depression and had a, a bunch of addiction issues and uh-huh. everything. So he it's it's he was an avid golfer. And no, then, no, 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 no. Okay. It is said that he fell off a cliff in Hawaii. But the, what Harold Ramis says, because Harold Ramis directed this and he did a bunch yeah, of yeah. national good stuff, he goes. I think he fell off the cliff when he was looking for a place to jump. <laughs> oh, wow. Harold Ramis' name is on here. He directed it. Yeah, okay. I mean, obviously Brian Doyle Murray's in it. I yeah. mean, there's more than one Murray in this movie. Which one was uh, Brian Doyle? He was the boss. The one who was the boss of all the caddies. The one. Uh, yeah, I love that guy. So what did you think of Chevy Chase in this movie? Wow. <laughs> he was super young in this. Yeah. And you know what? He was like... I think this is right... I of- think he's like... I never saw Chevy Ch- I've always seen him as an older dude, and he was always kind of like a whatever. Like, he was a handsome guy. Like, you watch, a, but you watched all Saturday Live. Yeah, me. but you even like then, that. it's all skits, and like, yeah, I've, it's been a while since I've like seen them. This is him in a movie. I haven't seen him act. I haven't really seen him, like, just his, where the camera's focused on him a majority of the time. Dude, you know, his, his humor's hilarious. Like, he's super young, super fit, and it was just... It was it was weird I, to see him that way. I really think... Uh, I think he was funny in Star Wars, but there's very little... I mean, outside of National Lampoon movies, yeah. I don't think he's funny in much. Right. Like, and I only think Harold... Like, Harold Ramis... I, I think the two best movies that he has is this and Vacation. The last I know or have seen of Chevy Chase has been Community. And that's... 
the he, past, like, because I keep watching that show over and over again. I need so for the past, again. like, ten years, like, that's been, like, my idea of Chevy Chase. That's when we can actually so do when it. We s- can actually do that on here. Cause I oh! I should, oh, this is I a know, great show! I know I should watch it, and I know it's, like, right up my alley. But Chevy Chase is, like, he's just overweight. He's just, like, this old man. And he's a he got up. He got big up there in weight. Yeah. Around that SNL 40. Um, if you watch a movie... Because, like, seeing him... Like how he is then, oh, to now, like how he was back then, man. Oh, if you saw he had those like community, he got bigger by the time they had that SNL 40th anniversary. Wow. He got bigger, like noticeably bigger. I mean, wow. he was pretty big in. Remember, he yeah, he was, but he was bigger he was, than that when I saw him on that wow. SNL thing. Because like even he was big in the community, and so you're kind of like, oh, I see. It. Oh no, and he got bigger. But like I forgot like how like in shape he was. He was yeah. like a he was a cool dude. Well, okay, going back to community, kind of, in that movie, uh-huh. Joel McHale plays Chevy Chase. Oh, ooh. Okay, I want to see that. He does it really well. Uh, oh, I'm sure he spent, like, all that time with him. I'm sure he's got him down. Uh, Chevy Chase has a little line in the... And then uh, Danny, when they're, like, walking wow. around, and he goes, uh... Timmy? You, Timmy? <laughs> Danny? Calls him Beth at one... Or yeah. Betty one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Betty? Uh, Danny? You take any drugs, Danny? Every day, sir. Good. Good. I, I, <laughs> yeah. He was just uh, so fast with his lines, so funny, so witty. Like it was amazing. Like I think Harold Ramis is the only one who can get a good performance out of Chevy Chase, really? like okay. the best, because yeah. those are my two favorite movies: that are Vacation and this with him in it. I like the first Vacation over all the other Vacation. Oh movies. yeah, one hundred percent. And those were both Harold Ramis. Well, the Vegas one was pretty awesome. I like the Vegas one yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't, but I. I Papa Georgie, it. you put it all in. Get a car, put a dollar in, get a car. <laughs> so the bad guy obviously is Ted Knight. Oh yeah. Seen, I love Ted Knight. Yeah, I like Ted Knight. He was did you watch that show? Even when he hams it up at the end when he's all like in well, rage. Yeah. yeah. Dude, he's so good. I liked him because of that show. What was that show? Do you remember that show on Channel Eleven where he was the cartoonist and he lived oh, in the house? Do you remember that's that? Right. That's the first thing I saw him on because they didn't show Barry I didn't see Barry Tyler Moore at that point yet because they hadn't I don't think we had Dick and Knight at that point in my house. But I remember that show, and I used to watch that show all the time. With Jim J. Bullock and... Yeah! What was that thing that show? I don't know. That's going to bother me. And then, like, yeah, because he was always sitting at that writer's desk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ted Knight's always, like, one of those where I forget... Who he is until I see him. Like, he was like oh, the old man on the. He was like the old man on the set, and like, yeah. was like annoyed with everybody. Oh, was he? Yeah, because yeah. everybody was all young and partying. Yeah, and, and, Bill Murray, like his first scene that you see is him. Like, looks like he's jerking off to like these old ladies. <laughs> but I like every time he's looking at the female golfers. It's not the young golfers. The golfers? The, the, no, <laughs> the golfers. <laughs> you want to kill golfers? I'll kill all the golfers. <laughs> but like. Every time he's like eyeing like the golf like the golf ladies, like it's not like the young ones. It's like oh, the old, yeah. older ones. <laughs> That's probably one of my favorite characters in a movie ever. Is is Carl? I felt like every scene with Carl was added in last minute because I felt like it was just like. I- think that's what happened. I think there's something like that where that did actually happen. Okay, because like it's just, it feels like it's completely out of the flow of every other storyline. I think that's something that did happen. And if happen. you pull all of Carl's scenes, except for that one with Chevy Chase and Bill Murray, that but the rest of them, you don't need Carl in any of that story. Well, there's a thing well, except for the very end. But did you like the whole Dalai Lama speech? Oh, yeah. Dude, that cracked me up so bad. He's got that pitchfork to that yeah. porn cat. He's like, neck. <laughs> and he keeps poking him with it. So you will reach total enlightenment. So I got that going for me, which is nice. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield 
is oh, great. And every, what, what a great intro. Rainbow jacket, and he's just hamming it up into like the pro shop. Yeah, he makes picks up the stupid hat off the back. He's like, "Oh, looks good on you, though." <laughs> yeah, who? What loser would wear this? Oh, and then we introduce uh, Lacey. Oh yeah, the yeah when like Ted Knight's like, "Oh, this is my niece, Lacey," and then like one of the caddies goes like, "Wow, this is a Madonna with meatballs." I'm like, "Ah, it's adorable." <laughs> back to Rodney real quick. I, oh, okay. I I got to see Rodney Dangerfield do stand up at one point. Did you? Yeah, um, awesome. I didn't even know I was going to. So we went to go see Dane Cook when I saw him, eighteen nineteen. So it was like eighteen years ago. Yeah, we're there, and Jesse and I are in line, and I go, Jesse, I pump Jesse, and I'm like, Jesse, what's fucking Ronnie Dangerfield? And I'm looking, and I didn't, I couldn't say anything. Like I didn't know what to say because I'd seen this movie a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I, I should just go up and say something because he, it's Ronnie fucking Dangerfield, and I didn't. You should have went up and just danced up to him like he did on the dance floor. But I didn't, so then we're just hanging out, and I'm like, oh, cool, Ronnie Dangerfield's here tonight. And then, before Dan goes on, fucking Ronnie Dangerfield went on. Oh, uh, that's super like, cool. He just, I didn't he, know this. Yeah, I never told you the story? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I got to do him, and it was great. That's so I got cool. to see Ronnie Dangerfield do stand-up before he died. Still old, and he had the old man. It was his voice, but it's old man Ronnie voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still was fast with it, and yeah. so good. Nah, that's good to hear. There's, like, little moments throughout the whole movie that the, the whole movie turns out is Danny's the... That's why, that's why, that's oh, why I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, these people are in it, and they're not the main character. Yeah, yeah, so Like, he's not even on the, he's not even on the yeah, cover. Yeah, the main character's not even the poster or the cover of the damn DVD, but Danny, the little boy... He's not even in the back. He's nowhere on this DVD cover. Nope. So, Danny's the main character. Yeah. And, uh, Danny is, uh, saving money to go to college. Doesn't know what he wants to do in college. And then he's afraid to go to the lumberyard. And, like, he just lost out of that scholarship because it's already taken out. The Caddyshack boss is like, yeah, so fucking Tim, he t- he Tim fucking died. So you can, <laughs> so, so it's up again. The scholarship's back up again. So if you're up for it, go talk to the judge and, like, you know, yeah. whatever. And so Danny, like, goes up to the judge and, like, caddies for him and, like, starts falling around. He goes, oh, so, uh, yeah, I was, he goes, oh, you're a great boy. What's your name? He goes, oh, Danny. He goes, oh, okay. I was like, so what do you want to do? Like, oh, I want to go to college, but I can't afford it. And then, like, the judge is just deadpan. Well, the world needs ditch diggers, too. And just, <laughs> he leaves up behind. I was like, damn. It was so cold. Oh, oh tonight is so good. It's just being a like, smarmy asshole throughout the well, whole what thing. What about his grandson? Oh, oh movie where they like where they're like they're like oh, I bet he's gonna pick his nose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got five bucks. He's gonna eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was at the caddy tournament. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I didn't know when this movie was made, but I assumed it was like, in the seventies, late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, because uh, after Animal House, because the one of the caddies, the guy that he had to fight with, he's wearing like this silk shirt and bell bottom pants and like big old boots. So I figured yeah. it was like late seventies, early eighties. And then, but, um, well, this was this ends like the initial cut of this movie was like four hours long. Really? And well, they cut it. it all down, and then they put in that whole. I like the whole caddy, like the caddy boys interacting with themselves. Yeah, and that's what I think most of it was. Yeah, and they then, had all but, that stuff, and, and I then think, they just trimmed that backstory just for. The and story that's where, they, and I think they threw in the Bill Murray stuff because Bill Murray was, I think, hot. I think, I think this is from before Stripes. I'm like 80% sure this is before Stripes. But he was hot off Saturday Night Live, essentially. But yeah, Danny wins the boys' tournament, or the caddies' tournament for, like, the best golfer. Yeah. And then his... It took me the second watch to realize that his girlfriend, who works at the Snack Shack at the ninth hole, 
is daughter to the groundskeeper, the Scottish guy. And like I'm like, oh, they both have accents. Oh, duh, father daughter. Yeah. And then, well, they're not even really like they're just kind of dating. Like, which is weird because like, okay, so this it's like this really like, this is like because, this is like this weird gray area with it, which you didn't really see in a lot of movies at that time either. Like, because like uh, he went to tournament, he goes up back to her house, they bang it out. The caddies are trying to peek in, but like he closes mm-hmm. the shades. And then later on in the movie, you find out that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Danny's like, okay, well, I'll marry you, like, blah, blah, blah. And then she gets all mad at him. It's like, you're not the only one. And then, like, yeah. Danny thinks she's, she's full of it. I think she was full of it, too. I guess you're just saying it, but whatever. But, yeah, you, you don't know because, like, sex in this movie is just all over the place. Because Lacey ends up boning Ty. Ty and Danny. And then, like, a day later... Bones Danny when she didn't want nothing to do with him, and now she's bored, so she needs somebody to sleep with. Yeah, so she sleeps with Danny, and then like the judge finds out, which is a great scene. Mm-hmm. And then like he comes home early, and then like from the the boat disaster, yeah, her danger field like destroys his like little schooner. The grandmother takes a peek at his like junk and smiles. Like this movie is like. At one point, it almost lost me with its wackiness. But there's movies with that same shit that, that happened, that rip off this movie and came yeah. way after that you're like, oh, I like this. No, no, no. Like, at, at that point, I was like, I, wherever they're going to land on this sex joke, I don't know whether I'm going to feel how about it. But I, it was hilarious. I thought it was perfect. The old people come back into the house like, oh, we came over for tea. We're still on for tea, right? And the fucking butler drops the tea and crumpets. He goes, oh, there's the tea. And then, yeah. <laughs> but like... So, between that scene, where, like, the old woman makes a comment about the tea, to the following scene, it's literally, it fades to black, and it cuts to a quick green shot out on the golf course. You know what I mean? That's my problem with the the transitions. They were just very, like, vignettes. And again, that's what vacation is, though. I don't, I'm trying to remember vacation, too, and, like, I think the transitions were way better, no? I mean, it's Harold Ramis, he does the same... Well, because this one, it feels like it feels like the end of a show or the end of like punchline hit fades to black, silent, cut. Vacation does the same shit though, dude. I'm trying to think of it. I can't think of a single one. Did you like the baby Ruth Bar scene though? At least, yeah. I thought it was the shit and everything. Oh no, it's okay. (laughs) And he just starts eating it. And then when the caddies all take over the swimming pool, Bill Murray or Carl, and this whole thing, I I like his character. The reason I say like he, he must have added him late in the game is because he's never interacting with any of the characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like none of them are there except for Chevy Chase at the end of the movie. Even then, it's just like okay, cool. Like this is a cool little like moment with you, but if you're not interacting with like a character, like what are you, what are you doing here? You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's Bill Murray, so I love it. So carry on. Um, but like the, his little monologues are hilarious. I love that moment where he. That it was starting to rain, and he took that golf yeah. ball into the thing, and he got, oh, rat farts, and he gets struck by lightning. Okay, so that part with Bill Murray and and Chevy Chase happened. You know how they got in a fight on Saturday Night Live? No, they I got in a fight like a fist fight one time on Saturday Night Live, <coughs> and they that they had to film that scene shortly after that happened. Oh, that's why they were so like tense and kind of further away from each other because none of them wanted to be near each other. Mm-hmm. And then even they they made reference to it where Ty's like, okay, well, can you? Drop the ball for me, blah, blah, blah. Like, you could see that there was tension between the two of them, but you... Didn't know why. I didn't, well, know, didn't why. know why. <laughs> I, I didn't know why. But you could see it. Like, if you watch it, like, the two of them in the same room, they're far away from each other. They, you know that they have to be in the same shot, but they don't like it, and they're literally just dancing around each other, and then it's like... Yeah. That explains so much. And then, plus, like, 
Chevy Chase has that snarky, shitty attitude. Well, that's Chevy Chase. But Bill's trying to be like, you oh, like, funny. really read the Saturday Night Live book? Uh-huh. Because Chevy Chase is a huge dick. That's why I like him. Just go off on a different mm-hmm. tangent. He was almost kicked off that show a bunch of times because how much of a dick he is. Oh, dude, I'll tell you when, when he did. So on Saturday Night Live... He came back after after oh after like the went, second or, time. The, no, no, yeah. Okay, so he came back because he um, he the left and go, he left and came he back left a couple times. Just once, a couple times, once, a thousand times, once, a thousand. times. Anyway, so he comes back in the eighties, and there was a cast member who was gay, like uh-huh. openly gay, and he goes, "Oh, we should." Eddie just, Murphy? No, not Eddie Murphy. The chance. Terry something. Anyway, when they, I'm not sure if you've ever seen how they do Saturday Night Live. So they have the first day that they. That the guest gets there, uh-huh. they all sit in Lauren's office and they pitch ideas. Okay. And then they'll go, and each team will go and write all their skits up. You know, they'll write two or three skits. Right. And they'll do that. And then they have a next day where they sit and they read through them all and they pick which ones they want to do. Right. And then they put the show together. Like, it's a really interesting way how they do it. And this is the way they've done it for years. Chevy Chase was like, oh, we should do a skit where you get AIDS and die. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He's a bit of a dick, dude. Like, uh, I get it, but with your room full of comedians, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, ah, okay. Except, no, and it's I, a I, mean joke. Okay, but but I, I think it was the context of everything. Like, I think it was one of those like he was a dick to everybody, and this just like, was just one line. one more thing on top of it. Yeah. Um, did you know there's a second Caddyshack? I did actually. Did you? I, I did you try almost, watching? I almost started watching it. I'm like, you know what? I'm probably it's probably dog shit. It is okay. It, it is. is the only person that the only holdover from Caddyshack one is Chevy Chase. Ty is the only character that comes back. But oh, he's in that second one. He's in the second one. Just cashing a check. I think so. Yeah. And they have kind of the same thing. So it's rather okay. So they have like equivalents to each one. Like rather than being Ted Knight in this one, it's Robert Stack is the bad guy. Oh. Okay, so they're just and like great value actors. Yeah, swap I, and oh, oh, oh. knock off Christopher Lloyd in this. It was knock off Christopher Lloyd. I forgot. Uh, what's his fucking face from Bruce? Uh... No, Bruce Dern is not in this. <laughs> no, but Jackie Mason is in for Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, that and it's not good. You should give it a watch. Okay. If, you know, give it a watch once just to say you saw yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I'll Randy just... Quaid is in it. It's been so long since I've seen it. Dan Aykroyd is, is kind of the Carl Spackler replacement, but he owns a oh, lunch truck. That's cool. And he's like an old army guy. Okay. I really want to tell is you. Is he all fat in that one? Is, he's, he's, getting there? he's getting there, but he's not. It came out in like 89. Okay, so, so he's still like, relatively after skinny. After Ghostbusters, yeah. He, well, they waited like eight years to his, make you know what, though, nine years to his, make a sequel. Yeah, they did. And you know what? It's, he's not that bad in it. He actually... There's things in that movie I like. I don't want to... Okay. In case you don't see it. Okay. He tries to shoot the gopher with a poison dart. Uh-huh. And like an arrow. And he's like an army guy and he has it all set up and he... The gopher outsmarts Ooh, I, him. You know, I have a vague memory of this. And it shoots him in the ass? Yeah. That's that. That's this one. That's kind of tricky. On KTLA. Oh, it was. Or 13. Yeah. But at the end of the movie, the part that I like is, Sir, it goes up to Chevy Chase and goes, Sir, I got a poison dart in my butt. If you, if, if I bend over, will you, you suck, suck the it poison yeah. And he just looks at him and goes, is there money involved in this? <laughs> that's all. Like that's all that he has. So yeah, that's Caddyshack too. Okay, I have a vague memory of that scene for whatever reason. That's like one of the last scenes in the movie. Okay, 
But but they're turning like they're turning Bushwood into like a like a miniature golf course, and it's this hugely insane like miniature golf course kind of. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I I, I clearly didn't. I, I've not found it on anything that you can own it. Uh, I'm sure it's on Netflix. I haven't seen it on any anything. It's one of those things I don't even think they waste their time. Uh, no no one's fighting probably, for, no, no one's, one's fighting, fighting for, for those rights. rights. Uh, if that's the case, it's probably on YouTube. I bet it's probably just like someone uploaded it, and the studio's like, I don't care, can't watch it. The synchronized swimming in the pool, yeah, was amazing. Did you watch Freaks and Geeks at all? Uh, you know, I started it. I never finished it. I got like to maybe episode seven. Six? They towards the end when they knew they were gonna get canceled. Uh-huh. So you know, throughout the whole show, Sam likes that girl that's like a couple years older than him. Uh-huh. Like the main kid likes that girl who's like the cheerleader. Oh yeah, yeah. And she's kind of dating somebody else. So towards the end of that season, when they knew they were gonna get canceled, they wanted to wrap that. They wanted mm-hmm. to start wrapping stuff up because they didn't think they were gonna get another season. Right. So they have a thing where he starts, he takes her out on a date, and he takes her to go see Caddyshack. Oh okay. But like she doesn't like it. Like she's really just like he'd already seen it before. So he he would be like, oh, this is the best movie ever. I'm gonna take you. Like I'm gonna share this with you. Uh-huh. And she didn't like it. And he's like really disillusioned that this girl didn't like Caddyshack. <laughs> and it's one of those things. Like it was it was so well done because you've been there before where you've like taken a girl out on a yeah, date. That's something she likes. And, and it's perfect. And it's like this is gonna be perfect. This is gonna be great. And then it's not. But it was it, for this context. It was Caddyshack, and she just didn't like it at all. And she's like, I didn't like that movie at all. <laughs> and he's just like, How did you not? <laughs> This this movie borderline between cartoon and like comedy, but it's kind of in two, footage, in two, though. yeah in two spots. Okay, uh, one of them was uh, when uh, Ty sees Lacey for the first time, and then like Roger Dangerfield is like dancing his like dumbbell dance in the dance mm-hmm. floor, which is hilarious. And then uh, he sees uh, Lacey from across the room, mm-hmm. and he just like smiles and opens his mouth, and that steam comes out of his like yeah. His mouth. I thought I'm like, okay, this is a little dumb, but whatever. And then just the any time with the gopher just dancing was hilarious. Did it cut out a bit at all? Because I know it's an older DVD and it cut out. I mean, I, I wiped it down before I gave it to you. But did you see where he puked in the car? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, cool. okay. It was so good. <laughs> it's like, like the guy it, it. <laughs> squishes it. That's another one where it just like it fades to black and the actress kind of freeze for a second and then, or maybe maybe it was a DVD, but no, yeah. that was that. It yeah, was yeah. that. Lacey at Ty's house was oh, amazing. Like, it's just like, just bam, 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 bam. Just comes in, it's like, who's your decorator? Benny Hanna's? Oh, I got that Vietnam. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just, the jokes are flying back and forth, and the Chevy Chase is like, oh, yeah, he has all this money, but he lives in a pigsty, and I bash his pet. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, let me get you something to drink. And he goes and grabs two half-full bottles of Perrier water and pours one into the other one. Caps it, shakes it, and then walks over to the bottle opener, pretends to open it, like, oh no, the bubbles, and gives it to her. <laughs> so dumb. I thought it was, I thought that was great, Chevy Chase. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is, I think, like, this is the best that he got. Yeah. This and vacation. Like, I can't, yeah, I just can't, I don't know. I, but then, like, when that kid in the, oh, go back to the kid in the pool, like, Duty, duty. That was the grandson, right? That was Spalding. So. That was Spalding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Swimming to the lake. That was hilarious. Lacey turns out that bitch is fucking psychic. Why? Because don't you remember that scene where it's like it's towards the end of the movie, but Lacey is like flirting with uh, Danny at the yacht club, 
and she's like, let me see your palm. I'm a, I can read your palm and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, oh, see, this this sign says you're going to get a lot of money soon. And then, then, then this uh-huh. sign is your your saliva line. He goes, saliva line, and she licks his finger. But, I mean, she was right. Yeah. It was his saliva finger. And he, he did get all that money. money. So, psychic? I think so. Uh, Dangerfield almost uh, killed a black eye on the boat and forced him to swim. That that was just out of control. Like I mean, like if you're that scene, like everything in this movie, like it was just like all the scenes started off small, but they just got huge. You know yeah, because like with that one, like you know, but that's how it works. Yeah, yeah, no, and it, it, it's great and it's hilarious. But then it was just like once you think like it's over, then it's not over because then you have like that jet ski synchronized like swimming diving and then you got like everybody going around and that poor black guy that like first I thought was so fucked up that everybody's on this the special like members uh-huh. only like lake right and everybody's got brand new boats and brand new jet skis and brand new this and brand new that and then you get this poor black guy with this like crappy little like rowboat that's painted to look crappier you know what I mean? yeah and he's just there and then like this giant yacht is just about to run him over and it's just his big old eyes just bulge out before he starts diving across the water i like how the sex scene with lacy and danny is just straight like immediately tit shot just boobs in your face yeah like it's the, it's literally centered camera centered frame just boobs. boobs, and you're like, okay, cool. And it quickly turns into, like, okay, we're just lying in bed. But still, Lacey's, like, boobs are just out on display. Classic 80s movie. Classic, <laughs> classic 1980s. Maggie, uh, pregnant, right? Well, well in the beginning, she thought she was yeah. pregnant. And then, uh, towards the end, right before the big tournament for, like, Well, the, the secret game. Yeah, the secret game. Um, she's dancing... At the eighth hole, in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. in a white nightgown. So I'm just assuming she's dancing because either she just had her period, or maybe she just had a miscarriage. I think she just had took a test, and I think she just came back negative. Okay, cool. Because my 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 thing is like, is this like a metaphor that she's so pure that she's wearing a white nightgown dancing around? Or is this like the fact that we're gonna see like red stains on her nightgown because she just had her period and now she's celebrating? Like it was, I wasn't really sure where they were going with all that. All right. Then. Well, what do you feel is the better <laughs> golf movie, this or Happy Gilmore? Before I answer that question, my dad used to work at a golf course. Okay. And so I used to go and hang out at the golf course like all the time. Okay. So I was uh, one of the jobs that they gave me just rather than hanging around there was to just go around and collect golf balls. So I get two buckets and I'd fill them full of like found golf balls and like shrubs or like in like little ponds where or I could fish around. And then yeah. so uh, then they would sell them back. Th- yeah, they would just sell them back. But I would just get a hamburger for the whole ordeal. But I remember I used to hang out with all the caddies because they're they're all older guys and they're funnier and like all the caddies were just like uh, like this movie though. All the guys are just there. They're all. Bitching about like all the members who like stiffed them on tips and stuff like that. So watching this was a very close resemblance of like okay. what I remember. So I was like, this pulled out a lot of like memories I didn't know I like I still had. So I I dug this movie and for that reason I think this is probably the better golf movie because it's like it seems more real even though it's wacky with its like stuff. It's I, this I think this one's better the better golf movie. 
I used to watch this on TV. Oh, this is another one of those. Like, well, what watch. do you think, Force? Which what, one's uh, better? I like this one much more. Oh, do you? much, much, much more. What, why do you like this one more? I think because it's one of those again, one of those ones I that first got me into comedy movies and and things like that. I mean, I I, I didn't watch them that far apart from each other. Because uh-huh. let's see, I would have watched this on TV. Like this was on channel thirteen or channel five. Uh-huh. So I would have watched this, you know, a bunch of times on there. But at the end of the movie. Uh, this is how far TV has come since then. What is the last, the very last line of the movie that Roddy Dangerfield says? Oh, crap, what does it say? We're all going to get laid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it ends. Um, <laughs> it's funny. This is right on my notes. Yeah. It's the last thing I wrote. Um, they, they completely edit that part out. They just everybody go, like, you see Roddy Dangerfield kind of go out and go, hey! And then, like, everybody cuts cheers, and it cuts, and that's how it ends. <laughs> that's funny. What this movie did teach me, though... Uh, is the term cannonball. Um, I'm sorry. Cannonball? Oh, no, I, I know what, I know what context you're using it in. You are just learning what a cannonball is? Yeah. Well, well you explain to me what a cannonball is first. Where you jump into the water and you... No, 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 no. Uh, no, 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 Where Carl and Ty are in Carl's oh, yeah, okay. shack, and then they're hanging out in there. And uh, Carl's like, oh, blah, blah, like, can I introduce you? Like, oh, this is a piece of grass I'm, I'm growing. And he's talking about mm-hmm. some bullshit line that he's doing. And then he pulls out, a, like, a giant blunt, and he lights it up. And he starts puffing on it, and he, gives it, he offers it to Ty, and Ty's like, no, 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 there's no way I could possibly do that. As he takes, a, like, a hit, yeah. and he gives it back to Bill. And then Bill picks up a giant thing of white wine, and he chugs it, and he goes, cannonball it. And he goes, oh, okay. So then he takes it, and then they just go back and forth with this, like, cannonball back and forth. And so, like, the term cannonball would be taking a giant hit of a blunt and then following it with, like, white wine. Oh, uh, that's then, your... Yeah. Oh, I, I was <laughs> the, like... The, the swimming. <laughs> the swimming. I'm all like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> now I know what a cannonball is. I'll tell you right now, there's probably going to be one of my new, like... Go-to movies. Really? Yeah, nice. I, I like it. It's it's cool because it has, it has a good story with Danny. You know, like he, he there's no character arc for him. Whether all he wants is just like his scholarship, and like at the end he gets his money and he doesn't want to go to college, so he gets money and not go to college. So win-win for him. But overall, like the performance of everybody in this movie was pretty awesome. Like so, come on, I'll make it worth your while. <laughs> yeah. So. I, if I'm sick or if it's a rainy day, like I guarantee I'll probably be watching this movie. So nice. thank you, Force. You're welcome, sir. Jimmy. Hey, Forrest. How's it going? Eh, it's going. All right. Well, we're going to next week watch a movie. Uh, Scorsese movie. Oh, okay. Not Taxi Driver, because I think we've both seen that already. Yes, I love that movie. Uh, I love this movie more than Taxi Driver. This movie is called uh, The King of Comedy. Uh, with a title like that, it sounds pretty fucking lame. It's not. <laughs> it's pretty fucking cool. Oh, wait. This is... Uh, I think I've heard about this because the Joker movie is kind of kind of yeah. this movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know if it's kind of this, but I, I 
It feels. It feels like it. It feels like it, right? Because I heard somebody talk about it. I read an article online that they, because Robert De Niro's in, in both it, of these things, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if it wasn't Scorsese, I'd tell you to go fuck off and pick something else. Yeah. But okay, cool. Okay, everybody. Well, that's it for this week. If you want to contact us, Forrest. You can go to our Instagram at yhblankthat, or you can email us at yhblankthat at gmail.com. Thanks. Bye. Bye.